What's up, friends? Happy Friday. I'm so pumped to let you be in on this conversation between me and Sandy Cooper. Sandy is podcast host of the Balanced Momcast, and she has built a business almost exclusively with no social media. Dun, 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 dun. Y'all know I am so here for that conversation. I myself have basically weaned off of Instagram over the past couple of years. And as of a month or so ago, we completely uh, stopped using it for business. And it's just so amazing. I'm so here for it. I'm so excited to not be a slave to this loud, obnoxious space where everybody is screaming about their offers at the same time at the top of their lungs and fighting for two seconds of stage time where nobody actually wants to buy, no one's actually listening to you, and yet you're still sitting in this stadium full of people thinking that you have to be there. There's freedom from that, and I can't wait for you to listen in to how Sandy has done this at 100%, like full out, no social herself. A little about Sandy. She's a Bible study teacher, podcaster, writer, and professionally certified home chef. She helps frazzled women find peace. She is the author of three books, including her latest, Mom, You're Amazing, and Other Things I Want to Tell You. She's been blogging since 2008 and her current podcast, The Balance Momcast. She hosts from her home office in Florida where she lives with her family. Ready? Let's dive in. Hey friend, do you want to grow your online business and actually make more money? Are you sick of feeling pressure to constantly show up on social media or be tied to your phone 24-7? Do you wish you had more time to be present with your kids without worrying about your business falling apart? There's a way to simplify and streamline so you can make money, grow your audience, and still have balance in your life and business. Hey, I'm Steph Gass, Christian business and podcast coach, boundary boss, and multi-six-figure CEO. Want to learn how I did it? Go refill your iced coffee, because I'm about to teach you how to take your online business to the next level with God at the center of it all. I pray this blesses you. Let's get it. All right, it's time, time to learn how to grow a successful online business in less than two hours a week using podcasting. Pop over to the free workshop. I know you want to, podcastforgrowth.com. 40 minutes is going to absolutely transform the way that you think you have to be showing up in the online space. It's gonna help you simplify. It's gonna help you get rid of all the things that you don't need to be doing so you can focus on what actually matters. After the workshop, you will know how to, one, grow your online business in less time, two, explode your audience without social media hustle, three, make consistent sales using a podcast, four, plan, record, and launch a podcast with ease. Head on over and save your seat, podcastforgrowth.com. Hi, Sandy, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here, Steph. Me too. So I came on your show a while back and we talked a lot about, you know, podcasting and how we can use that instead of using social media to grow a business and how I've been able to step off of Instagram completely. And then you told me that you've been able to grow amazing platform completely outside of social media. And I was like, oh my gosh, you have to come on the podcast and talk to my girls about this. And so I'm super excited to have this, this conversation today. I am so excited too. Yes. And I, what I, you and I talked about before is that when I started talking about it on my podcast, cause I wasn't even talking about it to my 
people, I just made a personal decision. And um, when I started talking about it, I had three different people say, you have to talk to Stephanie. And so it just feels like we're supposed to be friends. It's just divine. (laughs) I love that. Exactly. Sandy, tell everybody a little bit about you. Who are you? What do you do? And then what is your history with social media? And we'll get into it. Yeah. So uh, my name is Sandy Cooper, as you said, and um, I've been married to John for 29 years, which is ridiculous because, you know, I'm 27 (laughs) and, um, and we have four kids. My youngest is 16. Uh, then I have a 23 year old, a 21 year old, a 23 year old. And then my oldest son would be 25, and but he passed away. And I live in Jacksonville, Florida. I am um, the author of three books. Two of those are Bible studies. And I am the host of the Balanced Momcast, which is a podcast for overwhelmed Christian moms. I podcast weekly. And I like to say that I help frazzled moms find peace. Mm, I love that so much. Mm -hmm. So tell us about your history with social media and what kind of did that evolution look like that led you to that very first extended social media break? Yeah. So, so I opened up my first Facebook account, which was my first social media account ever in 2008. And that was the same year that I also started my blog. And at first you know, I don't know if you were on back then, but back then it was a really good way to share your work. Yes. You know, it was, it, I could put up a blog post. I could immediately share it on Facebook and my real life friends would read it and share it. Yes. And it was just a really great way. Like the, the, I don't even know if the word algorithm was a thing. Like it wasn't, it so. was, it was just a very organic, um, high return on investment kind of sharing situation. And at the time when I joined, I had a six-year-old, an eight-year-old and a newly adopted one-year-old. And so, you know, it was a great way to stay connected. I enjoyed social media. It seemed to be mostly good and not a whole lot of bad, except that it was a huge time suck. (laughs) Um, But other than that, I was like, Hey, but I'm reaching people and I'm sharing my work. And so um, I, I used that method for years and it was working really well. So much so that in 2014, I had a blog post go viral, which I don't even think they use that word anymore, but it, you know, it's where everyone just shared it and it crashed my site. Wow. And, um, yeah, it was awesome. And thousands of people came and signed up. And, um, and so now I'm dealing with not just my friends, I'm dealing with perfect strangers, which then got, it got a little weird, but what was happening at that time is that, um, publishers and literary agents were starting to take notice of people like me who were bloggers who wanted book contracts. And, and so, you know, now they're starting to actually give us numbers to, to aim for. And at the time it was like, you know, we want you to have like 5,000 people. And I thought, okay, so I just went all in and I was like, we're going to do this. And so by 2016, I have Instagram, I have Facebook, of course, I have Twitter, I have Pinterest, and I am on it now, Steph, probably four to six hours a day, just doing that. Cause I'm trying to grow all the things and do all the things. And I have these kids, you know, and by 2016, my two older ones are now old enough to have their own social media accounts. So I'm trying to monitor that situation and everyone and their father is on social media. So if you, you know, want to know what time band practices, you have to check the page. And if you want to be part of a mastermind, it's on Facebook. If you want to be part of a writer's group, it's on Facebook. So I'm on all of it. 
Like I'm on all of it right. and I am never not on social media. And I understand now that that I had really developed a social media addiction. I mean, I didn't know it at the time, but I know that now. Yep. And so a, a couple things happened in succession that caused me to really reevaluate. Of course, I'm, I'm evaluating it at this point. And even as I'm looking back over, if I look back over my journals during this time, I'm really big into journaling. I can see where I'm just bringing this to the Lord all the time. Like, I just feel like I'm spending way too much time. This feels really off balance. Uh, it does not feel like a good investment. I, it, I It's just not, it, it wasn't good. And I could yes. feel, I would do all the things like take weekends off, or I would, you know, shut it down at a certain time at night, or I would delete my apps periodically. Like I was trying to keep it in check, but none of it was working long-term. Sure. And so a couple of things happened in succession in 2019. And the first of which was that I attended a writer's conference and I took a book proposal for a book that I wanted to get published. And I sat across all these, in all these appointments with publishers and literary agents. And, and the resounding message was your, your platform's still too small. And I was like, what in the world? The numbers had gone from 5,000, like in the early 2010s, to now they want 50 to 100,000. And I thought, I cannot do this. Right. And it just felt like a moving target. And I, I was already devoting. So by this time, I had dwindled it down to two hours a day. Like I was trying so hard to keep it in check. Right. And so I'm spending like a devoted two hours a day to just get in, do what I need to do and get out. And it's still not enough. And I thought if I, if I need, if it ever is going to get to that, I'm either going to have to hire someone to do it for me, or I'm going to have to invest more time. It was like this monster that I couldn't keep fed. Yep. And so it continued to be a huge matter of prayer for me. And then this was really the tipping point for the first conference. I'd come home from that conference. It was about a month later. I'm standing in my kitchen. I'm praying about this thing every day. And I find this podcast that the title of it was um, how to pick a social media network as an author. And in this podcast, this particular host went through all the different platforms and started describing like, if you're good at this, then this is a good platform for you. If you're good at this, this is a good platform for you. And because I was still thinking, maybe I'm just doing it wrong. Like yeah. maybe because it works for everyone else, you know, in quotation marks, but it's sure. not working for me. And, and at the end of that podcast, he said, and I quote, he said, if you are a writer seeking publication, then the best use of your time is to get off social media and go write your book. Mm. And I was like, whoa. And Steph, I have been praying about it so much right. that that felt like a direct answer to prayer yes. for me. Right. And I literally logged off that podcast episode walked over to my computer, wrote an exit post, posted it on everything that I was a part of, recorded a podcast episode because I had started a podcast earlier that year. Yep. And I said, I'm going to take a one year break and I'm going to write my book. And I did. And so I returned over a little over a year later. So September, 2020 came and went and now, you know, I'll talk about this in a minute, but on the one hand, I really did miss the people that I connected with on social media okay. because there is an element of connection there yes, yes. that you lose. And over that time, 
um, we had all, we had moved. I didn't know that we were going to relocate, but we had lived in Louisville, Kentucky, and we moved to Jacksonville, Florida. And that happened over the pandemic because the pandemic okay. hit while I was off social media. So oh my missed, gosh, I know. So all that hoopla, like I missed and I come back on some people didn't even realize we had moved because I couldn't see them. Um, and people, Okay. So if you stayed on social media, I'm sure you didn't notice the transition nearly as much as someone who comes off and comes back on, but there was a shift that had happened Oh yes. over, you know, politically and spiritually and just people that are otherwise very lovely people had lost their ever loving mind. And I yeah. was like, what in the world is going on here? And so I decided I was on for probably, I was off for a year and three months. I came back I was on for probably, let's see, I came back in November. No, I came in in January. I don't remember. It was a year and three months I was off. And then I was off. I came back for maybe two or three months and I thought I can't do this. And I, I took it, took it back to God. And I was like, do I have to stay? Because I hate this. I hate it here. Yeah. And this isn't how I want to spend my time. It doesn't feel profitable. Um, it felt like a really low return on my investment. Right. It was taking its toll on me mentally, um, just all around. But at the same time, I, my fear was that I was being very irresponsible with a platform that the Lord had given me. Mm. And so I wanted to make sure before I stepped off that it was really okay with God. <laughs> like that was my main thing. Sure. And I, and I don't share that. I know that, that you are very open about your faith. And I don't share that with everyone, but that was really my main concern is like, right. Lord, if you tell me it's okay, I'm getting off. If yep. you tell me it's not okay, I'll do I'll, like, you'll, you'll supply whatever I need to of be. Course. And so, so at that moment, it wasn't like a big, you know, thus saith the Lord, get thee off of social media. But I did feel, <laughs> <laughs> I wish it would have been, it would be so right. great if he would just talk like that. But, but, but what, what I did feel was that he was giving me an invitation to lay it down. Mm. And I had been in, um, I had been, my theme for that year had been choose life from Deuteronomy. And we, you and I had talked about this on my podcast. Yeah. And, and I felt like that was, he, I felt like all year he was showing me if I have a choice between two things to choose the one that, that brings the most life or either gives Ooh. the most life or brings me the most life. And I felt like this was a life-giving choice and to just lay it down and, and watch what God can do. Like, don't, he's not bound by that. Mm -hmm. And so on March 18th, 2021, I wrote a final exit post and I manually unfriended every one of my friends on Facebook, thousands of people I went through manually and just looked at everyone because these are people, you know what I mean? I wanted to like, look at them and look at their profiles and say a quick prayer for them. And then consider, mm -hmm. do I want to stay in contact with this person? And if I do like, make sure that I let them know, okay, this is, I'm getting off. This is how you can reach me. Can I have your number? Do we have emails? You know, all of that. I like went through a very arduous process Wow, to get off. And because I wanted to be responsible with the people God had given me. Mm -hmm. And, um, and so now I have a friendless Facebook account to stay connected to a writing group that I'm still a part of a cooking group that I'm a part of and my daughter's school. Yeah. And, um, I have, I, de I deactivated my Instagram and then I came back on, changed my profile name and made it private 
because there are a couple people I can only get on Instagram. Right. And, but I never use it. And then um, my author page, which was my biggest numbers, Facebook made it disappear. Huh. It's just gone. I can't get on. I've written them and there, there's no response. It's just gone stuff. So oh, I didn't even well, have to make a decision about that. Not a sign. So much goodness here, Sandy. Yeah. And you know, the biggest thing that I hear here is like your, I call them discernment alarms. They were mm -hmm. going off that something wasn't right. Yes. Why, why am I here? And how did it get so bad so quickly? Which is what happened for me. It's what's yeah. happened for the women in my community. We look up and we're full-fledged addicts. Yep. And it's like, am I addicted? And you start asking these questions of yourself and you don't want to believe that that's you. And right. so the best thing that I love that you did that I also did is we started praying. Yeah. Because as Christian women who are called to business, mm -hmm. we have this hard, like internal battle, which Sandy mentioned that she was going through of like, Lord, am I doing you a disservice by leaving? And so the prayers, and I started with that too. So you mm -hmm. pray, Lord, am I supposed to be here? What is it supposed to look like? And that was, he didn't answer you overnight, but he prepared your heart for yep. some changes that were going to happen. The second thing you said that you did is you trusted him and went ahead and took action, even though it didn't make sense every time this will not make sense. Yeah. But I have a platform of 10, 15, 50,000 people. Like, mm -hmm. you know, I had 40,000 people on my Instagram. We had 750 likes per post now. Mm -hmm. God, are you Go sure? And he said, you asked me, you asked me, daughter, are you ready for the, for the answer? And then the last thing I love, love, love that you said was that when you had a decision to make, Mm -hmm. You were entirely sure you chose the one that gave life, mm -hmm. life, not success, not more right. likes, yep. not more validation. You chose the thing that gave more life Yep. And for the women listening right now. If you're sitting here and you're listening and you've already heard what I've done, I've laid down Instagram completely. And we just run a Facebook community at this point. Um, I do have a Facebook page as well, mm -hmm. but I don't personally. <laughs> so did I. <laughs> Yeah. It went yeah. away. It went away. It might go away. It might literally go away. You never it know. It might. You never know. Yeah. Or maybe you're like, I'm everywhere. Um, mm -hmm. and it's not feeling right, you know, and you're looking at this decision of like, should I lay this thing down, even though it makes absolutely no sense, so that I can lean into being present with my family, so I can look at my kids over dinner instead of my phone, mm -hmm. so that I can be truly present with the Lord on the weekend instead of feeling bored and turning to this addiction. That's so unfulfilling. Like that choice is really easy. If you choose what gives life. Yeah. You're going to choose your life. So I yep. love that you brought that up, Sandy. So yeah. tell us what happened next, because here you are, this woman who's called the business, you have mm -hmm. books to sell. You mm -hmm. have a brand to build. And God says you're done, done with yeah. social media. Did everything fall apart? Did you never make a dollar again? Did your life absolutely crumble? Tell us what happened next. <laughs> no, my life did not crumble. In fact, uh, it's, I, I, I have zero regrets. I just want to open with that. There is, there is, has never been a time since March 18th, 2021, that I have questioned that right. decision. Zero, zero questioning. You're almost I, two years in. I am. I am. So, so a couple things that I had in place that I already, that I started to really build on. Um, one was my podcast. So Amen. yeah, I know. I know you love podcasts. I do too. 
Um, I already had that in place and I decided I'm going all in on this. Um, I also had to consider, well, I'll say this. I also had an email list that I was building. So I had had an email yes. list uh, from, from back in, you know, blogging days, I started right. building the email list. So I just decided, okay, really, if as far as book sales go, um, Facebook and Instagram, social media in general, the the actual um, conversion rate on that is like 0.1% or something. Exactly. So if you, yeah, if you have like a thousand for every thousand people, you sell one book or something like that. It's really, yes, really exactly right. Yeah. So I knew that that wasn't the, I, but podcast listeners convert to book because they hear this, they hear me talking and they're like, oh, I want to buy her book Yep. or, you know, people on your email list, they're already invested. They want to buy your stuff. So I went all in on that stuff. And I also had to really think, okay, where is my ideal reader? Where is my listener? Where is, because I, I minister to overwhelmed Christian moms. Well, right. you know what? She's in a lot of other places. Yep. She's, she's Googling her problems. Yes. She is she's going to conferences. She's at church. She's going to dance and soccer and, and, and she's in the PTA. And you know what I mean? Like she's in so many other places. Mm -hmm. And so rather than so like I, the way I used to see social media is I used, and I still see it this way is I always felt like I was walking into a crowded stadium of like a hundred thousand people and everyone was screaming. And you're waving your book. <laughs> Yes. I'm waving my book, right. Screaming about my book, screaming it and waving it. And, and there's a couple people who have access to the stage, a couple people who have a microphone. I have no idea how to get there. I have no idea how to get a hold of a microphone. Now, Steph, I feel like I'm more like walking into a dinner party where I can have a conversation or I'm walking into maybe a small conference of like a hundred people where I have a microphone and people can come up and talk to me afterwards and we can have a conversation. That's what, what I'm doing now feels like it's a whole different kind of connection. And so, yeah, I mean, I am still reaching her and, and I will say too, that, that knowing that I was ministering to overwhelmed moms when I was really considering the integrity of what I was doing. Exactly. So, you know, is it, does it even make sense to lure her onto a, a platform that is known to addict her and suck two hours out of her day and sell her information to advertisers and, and make her more depressed, anxious, and lonely with my content? Mm. Like, do I lure her there with my content or do I try to find another way to reach her yeah. that is not going to contribute to what is already known to be a problem for her? Yeah. And so, you know, it, it's this multi, I, I, I just realized it's a multi-leveled depth of a situation that it wasn't even all about me anymore. It's, it was about the women that I feel like I was called to lead. And, and so I, I'm determined to help her find other ways to connect with me as well. So like, yes. you can't find me there anymore because I don't want you to find me there anymore because I want you to go someplace that will give you more life as well. Mike drop on that. And that's exactly what happened for me too. Cause I had, I had outsourced Instagram, you know, it was mm -hmm. an intern on our team managing it, doing a great job. Sure. And I'm like, 
this is not what I, not only do not how I want my audience to connect with me, but everything I do, they want to do because they want to grow a successful online business and they see what I'm doing and go, well, then we must need to do that. And it was like, no, you guys don't need to do that. We're just doing, cause we have an intern available. Yeah. Yeah. And so that was the moment where it was like, we're done. And again, going back to like inopportune times, we had just brought her on, you know, everything was working. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's these moments that, you know, Sandy's trying to publish a book and God's like lay down social media. It's right. not going to make sense. And maybe, you know, for you, you know, for me, it was stair steps mm-hmm. of weekends and then a month, and then it was six months. And then, so like knowing that it's okay to, to do whatever, to, to walk out, whatever God and you are going to do together, that God yeah. will show you the next step. Cause maybe what Sandy is saying to you right now is terrifying you. Mm-hmm. I can't completely be off. That's okay. Right. Yeah. What is God going to okay. ask you to do first? And maybe that very, very first step being let's just get rid of Twitter or let's just get rid of TikTok or let's just, maybe we can start, you can start phasing back. Cause what happened for me, Sandy, and I'm sure for you, zero regrets on my part either. Like when I started to create that space, as with any addiction in your life, you think that you can't live without it and you can't breathe without it. And the opposite is true. You actually couldn't breathe with it and you couldn't live with it. And so as that space started to open up, I was like, I need more of this space. How can I get more of this? And it was like, the addiction just started to fall away. And I started to see it for what it was, which was a huge lie and a huge facade that I think your visualization of walking into a room full of screaming people waving for attention is a hundred percent how I felt as well. Mm-hmm. And then I also felt like this person who was in the room looking at everybody else better than me and fancier than, than me and having more success than me up on this stage, beating myself up every single day being like, why can't I be on the stage instead of going, I am on my own stage and it's over here with exactly the perfect people that want to learn with me beside me without yelling at each other, (laughs) without screaming in their face. (laughs) So I love that. Um, so what do you want to say to these women listening, Sandy, that they are feeling the tug, something's wrong. The level of the hours they're spending, the feeling of, I can't put my phone down. I don't know. Like the addiction is real and they're willing to admit it at this point, but they have no idea what the steps are to take. And maybe they're even afraid about leaving social media, right? They've got these fears Mm -hmm. that their business will crumble, that no one will know where to find them. They'll have no friends. They're going to lean into loneliness. (laughs) And then another one that comes up for me a lot with women is they don't know who they are if they create time and space, like they're afraid to see what's behind this curtain of busy. What do you want to Mm -hmm. say to all of that? Yeah. Uh, well, hmm, you said a lot of things there that I would like to like spend an hour talking to each of them. I know. Right. Yeah, I know. So, so first of all, we'll have the Sandy and Steph show coming soon (laughs) on social media. We'll be coming, be coming very soon. Okay. So first of all, I would say to, if you are feeling any kind of way about social media, pay attention, pay attention to that because, um, there are social media technologists and, um, and creators that are spending literally billions of dollars on addictive technology to make sure that you do not win this game. 
And so if you feel like you are stuck there, it's because you are, because that's why that's exactly what's supposed to happen. It's working. It's working. So I, I would definitely say if you feel addicted, you probably are. And it's real. Yeah. Um, secondly, I would say that taking a break of any kind is a good place to start. If you just create some distance between you and social media, I didn't start out by taking a one year break. That was about my hundredth break. Okay. So I, like you, I had taken yeah. it in little increments, a day here, a month years, here, a, it was a year, yeah. years, of years a and years of me. Yes, exactly. Because I knew something was not okay. And if you need a break that often, and if you fill up pages and pages and pages in your journal, and a huge part of your prayer time is dedicated to what to do about this, just pay attention. Like that's, there's a reason why it's because it really is something horribly and terribly addictive. Yep. Um, I would also say that the fears that you have are real, um, that in terms of they're common, I should say that it, it is when you step off of social media, you are not going to see some things that you currently see right now. Like that'll be the end of that for yep. you, but that doesn't mean that that's a bad thing. Like, yes, you're going to miss out. You know what? I don't see all of my friends' kids' first day of school and all their Christmas trees going up, and I don't get to hear about how they already have all their Christmas cards. So I'm not even doing Christmas cards this year, girl. So I'm just like, see, it's good for me that I don't see all that. You're right. going to miss all that. You absolutely will miss all of that. So so that's a real thing. And, and I would encourage you to take that to the Lord and say, this scares me. Mm -hmm. Will you please help me help me navigate this? Because I don't know what to do with that. If you are worried about your business, your sales, your product, whatever it is, I just want to assure you that your client, your customer, your reader, your buyer, she is doing other things. She is not just on social media. It's not the only way. People have been selling products since the beginning of time right. without social media. Uh -huh. This is in, in, in light of eternity, this thing is like an infant. It's just a little baby. It it's, it's hardly been here for anything. It feels all consuming. There's 3.96 billion people currently on social media. Yes. You will be the outlier. Um, but I'm excited because I actually feel like there is a thing that is starting like oh, there yes. is. And there are a lot of us who are individually, not because we talked with each other and said, Hey, I'm going to try to get off social media. Do you like, we're all in our private places going, I'm done. I can't yep. do this. Yep. And I would say that we are forging a path for you and come on, come along. Like, let's figure this out because God, God is not contained into these platforms and, and it's not even to say that he can't use you on that platform. Sure. He can, if you feel called there, then you should stay, do not disobey the Lord, whatever he's telling you to do. But if you feel this nudge, like, oh, I feel like I might want to do what they're doing. Then I would, I would assure you, I promise you, God is there in it. He will not let you go. He is the Prince of peace. Mm. He can do anything. He's not bound by anything. There's literally nothing that binds God's hands. And so, 
So if you are willing to take that step, I assure you, the Lord is there to hold you, to carry you, to walk with you and, and go for it and come, come along. It's fun. Um, it's out here. It is very freeing and very, I have focused like I haven't had in years. Yeah. Like the ability to finally sit down at my computer and do deep work without the constant interruptions is so freeing. It's life-giving. It is. It's life. It's life. I am with you. I love this so much. And yeah. I love, I love that you brought up, you know, we've been selling since the beginning of time. We've been bartering, we've been trading, we've had been selling. Mm-hmm. And we think that this one tiny iota of a thing that just popped up that a billion people are in one crammed room screaming for attention is the way. Yeah. And I think, isn't that such an obvious deception Yeah. now that we're on the outside looking in going that actually was doing zero to, to grow my conversion or honestly build an engaged, happy, excited audience that was going to convert. And what it really did was it was the, it was the way that Satan was capitalizing on my time. And it was the way that he was controlling me from going Mm -hmm. out and actually making an income and an impact. Yes. And so instead of us, our belief, and this is how it's so tricky, our belief is that, oh, this is the tool to have success. But the reality is this is the tool to keep us stuck. Yes. And so let that sit and see what God wants you to do. Um, Pray journal Sandy's steps were one, pay attention Mm -hmm. Two, start by taking a break whatever that might look like for you and whatever time frame that might need to be. That's mm-hmm. what we both did. And it led to all kinds of amazingness in our lives. And the third thing she said was bring your fears to the Lord, that fears are common. Mm-hmm. And I would stand by all of that advice. Sandy, this has been incredible. Um, just tell us where people can come find you. They're going to definitely want to learn more about this topic. And then I know that you have a free gift for everyone as well. And I'd love for them to know where to go get it. Yes. Okay. So the, the thing that I have for your audience, which I hope is helpful, you talked about different ways that I, that you can now connect outside of social media. I have, I wrote down 27 ways, real ways that people can connect with their audience or their client outside of social media. Not everyone is going to use all 27 ways, but you will find something in there that feels good. And you can, um, I'm sure you'll have a link to that in the show notes. The best way to find me outside of here is, um, is at my website, which is the scoop and my podcast, which is the balanced Momcast. Aw, Sandy, thank you for blessing us and hanging with me and breathing some life into me today as well. Yeah. It's always so fun to jam with you. Um, I'll see you soon. Okay. Thank you. Did you have fun or learn something? Leave mama a review. Quitty please. I hope you loved today's episode, friend. I pray it stretched you, challenged you, or grew you in some way. If so, would you stop right now and share this episode with someone else who's been praying for a business breakthrough? It would also bless me big if you'd take 30 seconds and leave a review for the show on Apple Podcasts. Lastly, come watch my free workshop where I'll teach you how to grow your online business in less than two hours a week using podcasting. Watch right now at podcastforgrowth.com. I'll see you in a few days. God bless.